Yes, hello. It's Tuesday, June 5th, and it's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ryan, do you have the prep over there? Uh, I do. Cool. Do you want it? Uh, why not? At some point, I forgot what I put down. Now I remember. <laughs> there are three things that I think you <laughs> you need to know. Thank you very much. Just remember, much. if I'm not here, you don't function. Is that what it is? I think so. Is that what it is? So I'm telling the bosses. Before three things, let me ask you something. <laughs> oh. Besides the media and Bob Mueller, does anybody give a crap about Paul Manafort? Nah. Well, only besides Mika and Joe's face, Mika's face and Joe. Only if he's getting the shaft for for crimes he actually didn't commit. That's the only time I'd care. Okay. So if he did actually do these things, yeah, if there's something that was actually substantive, yes. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. All right, three things I think you and there you go need to know. Uh, isn't that just awesome? Isn't that just great? Uh, there are so many things to talk about. We'll get into more detail this at seven ten this morning. Uh, but why not start with something local, huh? Uh, Arizona State University telling students major in social justice and there's a green job for you. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There is a green job for you. We get to subsidize that. Isn't that just great? Isn't that fantastic? Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, President Trump has disinvited the Philadelphia Eagles to the White House, not like they wanted to go anyway. And, of course, the me Oh, Trump's lying about this one, too. We'll get into that. Oh, he's lying about this. He's lying about... Oh, yes, he is. Uh-huh. Really? Sure. We'll get into that. Uh, nine, nine eagles wanted to go. Nine. So Trump's like, forget that. You know what we're going to do instead? We're going ha- to invite all the Eagles fans that wanted to come, a thousand of them, and uh, we're going to pay tribute to the men and women of our military. We're going to stand for the national anthem. I love it. It's just, it's so classic. It, it, it's so good. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, and there are many, many, many things, but how about this? Why would you ever want to live in California? California has a new law. They just passed this, just signed into law by Moonbeam, that not only limits the amount of water people can use every day, but allows the government to monitor how much water people use every single day. It's Venezuela. Oh, yeah. Cuba. That's what it is. We'll get into that also. Three things I think you need to know. I mean, this is just insane. It's so bad, by the way. It's so they it's it's like they, they just don't even want people to be able to shower and do laundry on the same day. That goes over your allotted gallons. Uh, when I when I first saw that story, the first thing I thought of is, what is Barbara Streisand going to do? Right? Somehow, some way, these Hollywood elitists will get around this. Do you remember that? Like when they had drought a couple years ago, Barbara Streisand had this big, beautiful property, greenery everywhere, giant pools. She didn't stop using water. Did she pay for it? I'm sure she did. Well, then. But now you're you're going to get fi- other people. The simpletons will get fined. It's a regressive tax, isn't it? Isn't it? Look, it don't waste water. And quite frankly, all it's the hippies wasting water. All the hippies are tired are of being the only ones that smell like patchouli all the time. So now they're investing in patchouli stocks because I'm yeah, pretty sure it's going to go up. Everyone's going to smell in California. Uh, <laughs> my poor you, brother. You know what? If it, well, <laughs> and my knees. If if 
Tucson was smart, but we're run by a bunch of uh, anti-business fools. We would say again at this point, come open your business here in Tucson. But in Tucson, they don't want you to open their your business. Even in Oro Valley, they fight you. Um, so, yeah, they would say that. Get out of that place. We're in the desert, but you can use water. Not a problem. On top of that, it's cheap to live here. And, uh, and, and we're not California. So come on, out, come on over. But they don't do that. We'll do more of that in a little bit. But this is a major, major. Um, there's something that's going on that it goes against patchouli. history, okay? We use stop with, with the patchouli stocks. It's going to go through the roof. Ugh. So there's something that's big that's happened in America for a long, long time, and now it's going away. This is, this is really tragic. Really, Trent, have you heard about this? Mm. Miss America is getting rid of the swimsuit competition and will no longer judge based on physical appearances. That's what makes us Americans. That's what made you Miss America. You have to look good, man. You have to look good in a bathing suit. What's wrong with the... You know, it's just not fair. It's just not right. It's just not good. It's... You know, apparently they say they're getting a makeover in the hashtag Me Too era. Why can't women, beautiful women, be proud of their bodies? They should be. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's why other women that aren't proud work their butts off to eat better and exercise to look like them. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Gretchen Carlson, who claimed that she was also... uh, uh, sexually harassed by the late Roger Ailes at Fox News. She was a Miss America. Do you know that? No. Uh, a while ago. Uh, I'm not saying she's old. I'm just saying. And she has a totally different look now. I was like, whoa. She loses the Fox News makeup. Now, she still looks at, look, Gretchen Carlson's a, a nice lady. She looks a very pretty lady. But she said, we are no longer a pageant. We are a competition. Isn't the whole thing a beauty pageant? Like, isn't... Isn't that a competition? That too, I... We're no longer going to judge people on their physical appearance. Uh, Listen, because of the internet, a lot of people stopped watching Miss America and things like that because they could see hot naked ladies for free. They don't have to worry about just getting, let's just face it, they don't have to worry about just getting teased by seeing hot ladies in bikinis. So the answer for Miss America is we're going to make it even less desirable for you to watch. And that should really help with the ratings. Instead of the swimsuit portion of the competition, Miss America contestants are now going to take part in a live interactive session with judges. Didn't they have that with, like, the question and answer? Oh, don't we have some audio from that? That that was from Miss Teen USA, the Iraq. So good. So good. We need to Google that chick, see where she is now. Um, they're also getting rid of the evening gown portion of the competition and instead asking contestants to wear attire that makes them feel confident. Why would they think that wearing bikinis and gowns wouldn't make them confident? Right? It expresses their personal style. Wear something that expresses your personal style and how they hope to advance the role of Miss America. Does anybody even know what the hell Miss America does after she gets the crown and walks around with the roses and stuff? I know she goes around to charities and children's hospitals, I guess. But, I mean, come on. Give me a break. 
But yeah, uh, Carlson was named Miss America back in 1989. So Gretchen Carlson is ruining, along with everybody else, the Miss America pageant. As if anybody's really paying attention right now. Um, she said, "We've heard from a lot of we've heard from a lot of young women who say we'd love to be a part of your program, but we don't want to be out there in high heels and a swimsuit." So guess what? You don't have to do that anymore. I get fine. Do what you want. Free market will speak. Will less people watch? Who watches this anyway? My wife, if she happens to see it, will watch sometimes for a few minutes. Uh, but other than that, but she also likes the fashion part of it. She liked watching like the gowns, right? That's funny. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. So she said, so we who doesn't want to be empowered, learn leadership skills, pay for college, be able to show the world who you are as a person from the inside of your soul. That's not Miss America. I mean, you kept it. That's not what this pageant is about. You're cha- just make a new pageant where it's like, all right, we're going to be the pageant that's different. We're not bathing suits and gowns. Yeah. Whatever. She's part of an all-female leadership team at Miss America. See, this is what happened when women are in charge. When women are in charge, bad ideas. Bad things. That's why they can never be president. Well, moving on. That's why there's beer clubs for men. <laughs> and not beer clubs for women. They just get too violent. They get oh, this is so this is just this is so insane. Um apparently there was controversy earlier this year. This is how relevant Miss America is. There was controversy earlier this year. The group's former CEO, Sam Haskell, uh, had internal emails released, and in those emails, he later resigned. Uh, He and others were insulting the appearance, intellect, and personal lives of former pageant winners, including Gretchen Carlson. Whatever. Whatever. Do these women really believe that? I mean, again, these are the rules. If you don't like it, don't do it. Like, that's just what it is. Like the whole Girl Scouts. uh, Girls, I mean, joining Boy Scouts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know that just like Starbucks, those two guys. We don't care if the rules is right and right, wrong is wrong. We just we just don't like it, right? The Starbucks guys, the the Philly guys. Say that again about the first thing you just said. What I just said. If you don't like it, don't do it. Yeah, you know. Women if you don't, don't like, like it, don't buy the cake. They do it anyways because they can do it. They've been told all their lives that they can do no, it. No, they haven't. Yeah, they Recently, have. they've been told that. And look where it got us. Where has it gotten us? Saudi Arabia. Women are now driving. They got the first ten driver's license issued to women. Insurance rates went up across the board. I'm just kidding. Come on. We could joke about that, but this is this is just Is it really a, give me a joke? break? Give me That's a break. So anyway. <laughs> I uh, can't tell if we're in trouble or not. That's why it's good sitting in this room <laughs> ignoring the phone. We ignore the phone the phone to the radio station and our cell phones at the same time. That's why we, we do this show. You have to think that nobody's listening. Otherwise you really your mind plays games with you and you start thinking, should I say that? Should I not say that? As you're saying it. And it, it turns out to be weird. That's so anyway, what she said. Exa- thank you. So I assume by us not answering your calls, you're agreeing with us, which is awesome. All right, yes. 624. Hands on the wheel. Uh-huh. It, by the way, need, what? I found Miss, uh, uh, Miss Teen USA. It's, it's, it, or it's in the system. No, I just found her in general. Oh, you did? She is now 29 years old. She's 5'10"? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. She's married. Taller than you. She's uh, married. Yep. She was spouse. in a movie, Child of Satan. Well, 
We'll have to look that up. What state was that in? The Iraq? The oh, California. Good. good for her. Caitlin Upton. She's a fashion model. See, that's what it is. She was, you know, not exactly the uh, brightest bulb. Becomes a fashion model, and that's why women like Gretchen Carlson apparently don't like her. We're supposed to be known for more than just this. I'm sure she's a very smart, nice girl. You know, it's got to be tough, the pressure being up there. Mario Lopez asking you a question. Or the judge. And then somebody else, some other dealer celebrity asking you a question. And Yeah. It's always Mario Lopez. Yeah, or, or it's the problem of the education system. So we have that, too. All right, we're late. 625, we have so much to get to. Uh, it's 710, again, more on that, uh, that ASU story about... Um, more on that ASU story about them offering, uh, telling students, we'll, we'll get you green jobs if you're a social justice major. Social justice. Are you, what? What? So that's cool, right? That's, that's just nice. Uh, also, we need to get to, well, I think we, I don't have time to play this. We got to get to you what I think was might be the funniest soundbite of the day. An MSNBC host who again hates Trump, Trump's the per- stupidest person ever, how he describes Obama and puts down himself is hilarious. you got to hear it to believe it. It's coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shun. 6.33, thanks for hanging out. A buddy of mine sends me a text. Garrett Lewis with you, by the way, on KNST AM 790. Uh, so Miss America is now going to be a spelling bee. Liberals ruin everything. Yep. 76 out now, 104, and sunny today, 105 tomorrow, 106 Thursday, 107 Friday. Do you notice a pattern? Remember yesterday I said, oh, they think next week we'll be down to 99. Nope, it looks like it's triple digits again from now until probably late September. Let's give away a winter hat. Not now. Oh. Later. Like another day. <laughs> really quick, can we play... Um, <laughs> Why not? Can we play Lawrence O'Donnell. So apparently they keep talking about Ben Rhodes. This is hilarious to me. Ben Rhodes, Obama's uh, deputy secretary of whatever and foreign policy genius, who was a creating writing, a creative writing major, by the way. Uh, ben Rhodes, shocked that, uh, that Trump won, did touching interviews where he was speechless that night, which was awesome to watch. Uh, he also wrote a book where I guess the opening line is Obama's like, maybe I was president 10 or 20 years too early. Which, wait, 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 what? What? Yeah, number one. Um, listen to Lawrence O'Donnell compare. He was so touched by Obama saying that to start the book. Just listen to this. Here we go. When I hear a statement like that, or read a statement like that from, from Barack Obama, who is, as we said, in, in an introspective and thoughtful and very wise man and a brilliant writer. And he oh, says man. something like, maybe I came along 20 years too soon. My reaction to that is, what do you mean? Uh, which is to say, pause it, pause it, cannot- pause it, pause it, go back, go back. So somebody says, maybe I came along 20 years too soon. And my reaction is, what do you mean? He means maybe it would have, pre- have been better if he was president 20 years from now. Is that hard to understand? Is that, is that hard? Lawrence O'Donnell doesn't get it, and he admits he's stupid. Here we go. My reaction to that is, what do you mean? Uh, which is to say, I cannot possibly mm. fill in the paragraph no. that that is the first sentence of right. if it is spoken by Barack Obama because his mind is too supple, too, too supple. complex, oh. too rich too compared rich. to my own oh. to, f- to fill out what the rest of that mm. thought is. Uh, he's, his brain is supple and it's rich and it's complex. And I'm a freaking moron compared to him. 
And Trump is just a buffoon. Because Obama has a supple brain. Have By you, the way, I thought we're not supposed to do that anymore. You can't you can't have like supple bodies, supple bosoms be shown in bathing suit competitions. But you're gonna you're gonna comment on the suppleness of a man's brain? We can't have that anymore. Sexist. Six thirty six, coming back in five, we're gonna make fun of Howard Schultz for being a moron. Uh he's totally gonna run for president. It's so wait till you you gotta hear my take as to why he's so stupid. We'll get to that coming up. It's it's Fox. Indulge you in my supple brain. Sorry we're a little bit late, but we had to. What are you using that? Leather conditioner? You got some mothers, spread it around. It's not a bad idea. Get the shine with the suppleness. It's shiny enough. Three things. You done yet? Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, ASU is telling uh, students, become social justice majors, and there's green jobs in it for you. We get to subsidize that. I'll get you more detail at 710 this morning. Second thing that I think you... I think it's important to know. Second thing that I think you need to know, President Trump says, uh, beat it, Eagles. Oh, welcome the fans. Only nine Eagles wanted to show up. Nine Eagles players. Yep. So he's like, forget that. We'll still have a thousand Eagles fans come. And we're gonna pay. Uh, we're, we're gonna have a good time honoring the the men and women of our military. Good for him. Third thing, I think you need to know. <laughs> uh, third thing, I think you need to know. California just passed a new law where they are not only uh, putting limits on how much water people can use, they're also going to monitor. The amount of water people are using. Government in your home. Three things I think you need to know. We'll get to that in the next hour of the show also. Uh, so this is awesome. Uh, Howard Schultz said he's done with Starbucks. I mean, it's not like he was a CEO anyway. He was just a chairman. I get to sit up top. Um, Howard Schultz, it's obvious he's going to run for president in 2020, which is hilarious to me because he's going to get rolled up and smoked. Seriously. Did this guy not see the failed Hillary Clinton campaign? I think he gave money to it. Did he? I mean, <laughs> this is a, for a guy that's so smart to build up this business, right? Uh, to, I mean, to make Starbucks what it is, it, it takes talent. It takes, it takes foresight, it takes talent, it takes hard work. I get it. Hillary Clinton ran on political correctness, good feelings, everything America is not. We're not good feelings, political correctness in that aspect. Like, oh, if it, you know what, it feels good. Oh, Obamacare may not have worked, but we, we, we had to try. It felt good to do. No, 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 no. So Hillary runs on build bridges, not walls. Uh, calls everybody and their mother a racist and a sexist. Starbucks' is Howard Schultz just shut down all of his stores to let the workers know you're racist, but you just don't know it. And we're going to indoctrinate you, make you watch videos of police beating black guys, and you think that's going to get you votes for the White House? That I mean, how clueless can you be? Honestly. Just dumb. He is a male version of Hillary. That's what it comes down to. He's smarter. I'll give him that. But at the same time, he's dumb. I had a buddy just like that. Guy I grew up with named John Valedictorian of his uh, high school... Full ride to Holy Cross. Uh, works at a uh, PR firm. He's a, I mean, he's a smart guy. But we always joked around. He's a smart, stupid guy. Smartest, 
stupid guy <laughs> you'll ever meet. And he really is. A, I mean, he's a smart, he's a very smart guy. But just stupid sometimes. I'll give you an example. When all of us were getting married in that kind of time period and era, um, we were at a wedding. And he got married before me. He's a year older than me. He got married a couple of years ahead of me. And he's got a lovely wife. First time I met her, John was actually, this is funny. Um, friends got drunk and stupid. I mean, I wouldn't do anything. We were down in the Georgetown area. Uh, we were like 20. He was a year older than me, so I was probably 21. He was probably 22. Uh, anyway, he was interning at some think tank. And John's a big Democrat. I love the guy. We could have, we actually have had, he's one of the rare guys I've had good conversations with. And we agree to disagree on stuff, but we hear each other out. There's no arguing. It's fine. Because he genuinely is interested in why I think the way I do. It was cool. But uh, we got uh, really uh, inebriated. And um, we were hungry on the way home from these Georgetown bars. And... None of us were driving because we were inebriated, but we were hungry, so there was a Taco Bell. And we walked up to the drive-thru, and they wouldn't serve us. Nobody was around, but they wouldn't serve us. And they weren't open. We're like, we just want food. And they wouldn't serve us. So uh, one of the fools stole the um, stole the thing that holds the hose, you know, that you kind of wrap it up in. Yeah. I don't know why, but he took it because he was mad at Taco Bell. That'll fix him. Yes. 22 and stupid. And we uh, we went back to the apartment where John was. This is where he met his wife, by the way. She was one of the roommates. They were all interning together. So we showed up really late or really early, depending on what you want. And and uh, she got wo- she was woken up, but she was very, very, very mad. And she let us all have it. And John, too. So at that point, we should all realized that's wife material right there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, John, I remember, I remember one time at a wedding when... Uh, the whole, it was like 2004-ish, something like that. Global warming, big thing, carbon credits. Remember that scam, carbon oh, yeah. credits? Oh, yeah. We were talking about global warming, and because they still called it global warming back then, and carbon credits, where you could just send money to some place, and they will cover the amount of carbon that you produce. So John says, I did that. I sent $150, and I said, where did it go? He looked at me. And I said, well, what do you mean, where did it go? What do they do? What do they do with that money? Did they plant trees? Like, what do they do to offset your carbon? He's like, I don't know. Where'd you find it? The internet. And he's a smart guy. It made him feel good. You know, he's just one of those guys that he's never going to change. When there's emotion, there's emotion. And it made him feel better to do it. I'm helping the planet. He blindly gave 150 bucks to some carbon credit company. And I'm like, dude, really? And I think he kind of got it at that point. But it still didn't really bother him that much. So they're again, smartest, stupidest guy ever. And he really is a smart dude. I mean, the guy knows stuff. He would always win Trivial Pursuit. That's easy to do. No, it's not. The old school Trivial Pursuit from like 30 years ago? Yeah. You shut your mouth. I'm a black hole of useless knowledge. Well, it's true. Unfortunately. Anyway, back to the Howard Schultz thing. This guy's just dumb. Again, he's just a smart, stupid guy. He's going to do the same kind of campaigning. I mean, what is what exact? If you're that smart right now, you have to realize. I mean, Nancy Pelosi put out the statement on Friday that uh, good job numbers don't mean anything to American families when they're like uh, high costs are coming or something. What? Like, what exactly are you going to do? 
that's going to make people's lives better. How are you going to outperform Trump at this point? What are you going to do? He already ripped, uh, and somebody sent this to me, I think it's hilarious. Um, This is an article from Bloomberg Today. Starbucks' Schultz slams Trump, calls tax tax cuts reckless. The economy is freaking booming. You know what was reckless? Obamacare, which he supported, by the way. Uh, also, Obama driving up the debt. How about QE123? How about the stimulus? That's reckless. He said the tax cut was reckless in the context of rising national debt. Now you're worried about it? He said the uh, White House has vitriolic behavior and a lack of dignity and respect. Um, I'll have more on that after because there's some, you know what? We, oh, we don't have time. We'll get to that. We'll get to the lack of dignity and respect and all that stuff. But this is what he's saying. We don't care anymore. We only care that the economy is humming along. Uh, Terrorists are dying. And illegal immigration, the Trumpster is doing everything he can to his power to try to stop that and change that. That's all we care about. 652, it's KNST. And we're back. Nope, nope, not yet. I needed some more coffee. Garrett Lewis with you. It's your morning ritual. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, I suggest, by the way, that uh, I mean, obviously you listen, but also like and follow me on Facebook. Uh, during the break, I just did a Facebook Live. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I made it very easy for you. A lot of thought behind that name of the page. Like and follow it so you can see the Facebook Live and stuff like that. As it happens, comment on it. Whatever you'd like to do. You can, people take shots at me. I dig it, by the way. Uh, because why? Because I don't have feelings. Except when it comes to my Islanders. Then I have feelings. Other than that, I have no feelings. We were friends uh, last week, and, and my buddy's wife said something, but she's like, ugh. I was, she was trying to offend me, and then she just really says, I forgot, you don't get offended. I know I don't get offended. Say whatever the hell you want. I don't have to like you. <laughs> so anyway, three things that I think you need to know. We'll get into this. ASU uh, telling students, listen, go get a bachelor's, get a master's, be a social justice major. You can actually get a job doing this. What kind of jobs? I will tell you coming up. Second thing. That I think you need to know. President Trump says, beat it, Eagles. Only 90 you want to come to the White House? Uh, you know what? You're not invited. But we're still going to invite the Eagles fans, and we're going to have a great time celebrating America and honoring the men and women of our military. Isn't that pretty cool? I dig it. How can you not, right? Third thing I think you need to know. It's a good thing that Obama made this deal, and he gave them uh, lots and lots and lots of our money. Uh, Iran. The uh, Ayatollah Khomeini ordering uranium enrichment preparations. He wants to uh, get it going to the fullest extent. Oh, yeah. Ordered preparations to begin to increase uranium enrichment. Uh, Trying to pressure European states to keep the deal. And, of course, what does the deal do? Helps Iran make money. Selling oil, other things. uh, Get investment, make investments. We're freezing them out. They're desperate right now. So they're trying to literally... um, extort these these countries if you don't do what we want we're gonna make uranium that's cool how about we just blow you up i mean we don't want to because there are a lot of good people in iran the leadership is what's terrible so um 
they are going to uh, they're going to make this happen. If Europe walks the way the way Trump did for this awful deal, what nice people, huh? What nice people? Three things I think you need to know. So I saw this story uh, yesterday. Campus reform. Arizona State University touts prospect of green jobs for social justice majors. Oh, yeah. You could be president one day, too, right? Oh, yeah. Who pays for that? Would you? I guess there, listen, there's always some wackos. Wacko parents. You ask your kid, what are you going to major in? Social justice. Do you need to go to school for that? No, you don't. Just like, and, and some parents have gotten mad at me. Do you really need to go to school to be a dance major? What? You don't even need to listen. <laughs> and I'll tell you, dance? you don't even need to go to school to be a broadcasting major. No, it's all a bunch of garbage. As a matter of fact, I, I would recommend that even if you want to do radio or something like that, don't go for broadcasting school. Get a job. Go to college doing something else if you'd like, and then get a job. You're going to learn more here in about a week, probably in a day, than you will ever in four years of college. Uh, and it really doesn't mean anything. Look at the journalists that are working right now that lie and lie and lie because they hate the president. Do you learn that in college too? Double check and triple check your facts. And I remember taking ethics in journalism, which, I mean, hello. I mean, actually, with uh, college nowadays, yes, you do learn how to hate the president. You're right. You're welcome. You're right. Good job. So anyway, um, this is... This is just incredible stuff. Arizona State University is, I mean, they're lying. Like something needs to happen. Where's Mark Fincham? Is he supposed to have some kind of a bill to stop this kind of stuff? I mean, I, I like Mark. He's a nice guy. He's trying. But I swear all we get is talk, 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 talk. ASU is boasting that the degrees, right? The social justice major, you get a degree in this. It'll prepare students for green occupations. Because this is going very well. Oh, yeah, green. What's a green occupation? Environmental economist. Environmental. Don't look at me. Is that like a farmer? We'll get to it. Okay. Investment underwriter, regulatory affairs manager. Bureaucrat. Sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. Government jobs. Yeah. So they're offering uh, students to get a bachelor's or a master's degree in social justice and human rights. This is all on the ASU website, by the way. And I'll put this up on my uh, page, a story, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it, and I'll tweet it out at Garrett Lewis. You'll see it. The ASU website says, This bachelor's program prepares students for lives spent advocating for social justice. And protecting human rights in local, national, and global contexts. People literally go into debt for this. Students who choose the social justice major are allowed to pick from three uniquely theoretical, theoretical, and applied areas of focus. Categorized as advocacy and social change. Critical trauma studies and everyday humanitarianism. And materialism, intersectionality, because why not, and inequality. Materialism. You think any of these students that are going to be taught about material things are going to get rid of their iPhones? Madonna's going to be pissed. Yep. She had the uh, patent on that for a while. May have expired. 
Uh, anyway, ASU says this will give students an opportunity to take classes from different academic fields like political science and social and behavioral sciences. This is as fake and phony as the whole man-made global warming thing, too, by the way. And it said that a government-funded entity, taxpayer-funded entity, like ASU, is literally scamming the public for this. Scamming students. We get to subsidize it. Students get to pay. For what? It's fraud. Students participating in this degree program. And again, what, what's the degree program? Social justice and human rights. These students that participate in this can register for dozens of possible courses, including grassroots social movements, hate speech, manifestos, and radical writings. I don't hear any kind of like pro-Second Amendment, pro-First Amendment. Uh, Power and American democracy. This is, this is not, it's, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to take this and be able to get a job at the NRA. Yeah. it's a good point. The course description of grassroots social movements, it's three units, social and behavioral science classes. Uh, it counts towards the advocacy and social change focus area. The students that take this are going to explore how groups mobilize collectively to produce social, economic, and cultural change in the U.S. So you basically learn um, how to be protesters. You learn how to organize it. You, what do you, you pay money to learn how to put up a Facebook or a Twitter, you know, a Facebook post or a tweet, tell people to be somewhere, yell loudly. You know, is creative writing part of this? Because the whole hey, hey, ho, ho, yeah, no, Trump has got to go is God, that's like <laughs> in the 70s, man. Ready for this? Now, again, this is all for social justice. And wait, wait, let me just make sure I get it right. Um, social justice and human rights majors. Now, if students take the hate speech manifestos and radical writings. They're going to read from different sources ranging from radical feminism and radical queer literature to revolutionary resistance. Revolutionary resistance writing. While those who take power in American democracy will learn how persistent patterns of marginalization and privilege impede the realization realization of democratic ideals in U.S. society. Oh, yeah. Uh, other classes. You ready for this? Everyday forms of political resistance, right? Everyday forms of political resistance. Abject bodies and the politics of trash. And then, of course, gender on the borderlands. Yep. There's also a detailed list of courses that ASU touts a catalog. A catalog of possible careers for students who graduate with social justice and human rights major. Right? A catalog. Literally. There's a detailed list of courses that Arizona State University touts. You can get a job doing this. You can get a job doing this. Um, we'll do a comeback. I'll tell you what jobs they are. And I kind of, t- I mentioned them earlier. We'll get to those. And then we asked... And state rep Mark Fincham is called in. I wonder what he has to say about this. This is part of the problem. He had a, he had that bill that's supposed to uh, 
create oversight. What happened to that bill? Let me get an update from Mark. I mean, this is just frustrating as a taxpayer, isn't it? It is to me. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll continue at 5. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 726, thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. I appreciate you uh, being here. And in return, I give you good stuff. I give you good stuff. By the way, it's going to be hot out today. Shockingly enough, uh, we're looking at about 104. 105 tomorrow, 106 the next day, 107 on Friday. And we're already at 80 degrees now. Uh, Really quick, um, again, ASU is saying you can get a job. You have different careers you can choose from if you're a social justice major. Green occupation, like environmental economist, investment underwriter, regulatory affairs manager. You can also get a master's degree if you get 33 more credit hours and a thesis. Wow. Um, In-state, $9,530 a year. $9,530 to go to ASU. It's not bad, but it's just a waste for this. So, I mean, why is this happening? What What is going on? State Rep. Mark Fincham has been trying to battle this kind of stuff. He joins us now. Long time no talk. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing good, Garrett. Uh, I, I, I was listening to you earlier, and I, I'm like, man, I am so glad that you are calling out the myth that you have to have a college degree for things that are common sense. Yep. Uh, it just stuns me that we continue to see this expansion. And really, I, I mean, they're... I get it. The universities are trying to run like a business, so their business is built on growth, so they're constantly trying to expand their offering. Okay, it's kind of like Coca-Cola. Now you've got a thousand different products that Coca-Cola offers, but at the end of the day, I, I think it's disingenuous to be telling these kids that you'll be able to get a job. I mean, just a couple of days ago, headline. President Trump cuts 24,000 federal employees. Mm-hmm. State government here in Arizona, we are continually working, chipping away at shrinking the size of government. And when you hear that term, that means you are shrinking the number of people that work in government. So as you shrink regulation, as you get out of the way of true job creators, you know, the private sector that actually produces something, you have less need for people who have been trained to be a bureaucrat. Yeah, well, I mean, let me jump in real quick. Mark, this is never going to end until yeah. employers stop, you know, hunting through resumes using algorithms for keywords and all employers thinking that you absolutely need a college degree to be considered when you could be a complete dope after going to college. Well, yeah. and I mean, now... With a lot of schools, all you have to have is a C average to get in. It used to be, I remember the day when, when to enter college, you had to have a competitive edge. All right, what does that mean? Well, I, I don't think we see the same thing anymore. No, it, open, it, open the market again, share. It's a business. Out this myth yeah. that you have to have a college education to go somewhere in this world. Well, but, but you do... In a lot of places, though, you do because they won't even consider you for a job. That, like, that's I guess the next thing is to convince employers that y- you don't need a college education uh, to be successful at a particular you know job, depending on what it is. But let me well, just, I think the, I think the employers are already there. The I don't, employers yeah. are saying, look, we're 
we are so short on trades. And when I say trades, I'm talking yeah. about people with a technical education, yes. people who actually do the work. We've got, we're so short on people that if somebody wants to go be, let's talk about construction trades. I mean, you're up where we live. Uh, what, what is it? The something or other Nakoma Sky. They had to stop a project because they didn't have enough people yep. to actually build the building. Now that's, that says something, and you're talking about people that cannot be knocking down seventy-five to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, depending upon what their trade is, uh, you know, what level of, of uh, competency that they've achieved. I mean, we look at nursing. We, you don't have to go out and get a college degree to be a nurse. Well, to be an RN, you do, but you know, licensed practical nurse, uh, licensed caregivers. Those are all things that happen in at the community community college setting. Well, look at look at this. Look at this. Okay, but they're technical education. Yeah. Then I guess I know. Is there any way? I mean, look, colleges want to they want more people to come in because they make more money. You get that. I get that. It's a business, and it and honestly, this is like this is fraud. What's going on? That they can get jobs. I mean, this is. Well, I think if they represented it, if they represented yes that hey, you can go get a job here. I, I think you're right. I think it is an eyelash away from fraud. Well, it says here, um, career outlook, students with the with this degree. And let me just read this real quick. Social Justice and Human Rights BA. And it says, this is on the ASU website, the Social Justice and Human Rights degree at ASU's West Campus prepares students for lives spent advocating for social justice and protecting human rights in local, national, and global contexts. With focus areas of advocacy and social change, trauma studies and humanitarianism and materialism and inequality Students can find rewarding futures advocating for victims and survivors of human trafficking, domestic abuse, disaster relief, and migrant populations. That's the description of this crap, man. And then it says career outlook. You know what it says? Career opportunities include charitable fundraiser, ethnic studies professor, grant writer, like know how to get money from the government, uh, humanitarian aid worker. You have to go to college to be a humanitarian aid worker? No, it's kind of my point. Yeah, I mean, women, by the well, way, the wait, wait, hang on, this is the best. What's uh, second, the career, career, what's that, what's that, career outlook. This is a, my favorite one. Women and gender studies professor. You can be one of those with this. Go ahead. So you just pointed out something that I think is, is really key, and that is these are all jobs that are focused on dealing with the aftermath of something that we could Stop. How about we focus on stopping it so that we don't have to fix the aftermath? Stopping domestic abuse? Stopping... How about humani- stopping uh, human trafficking? Human trafficking, yeah. Well, but you, mean, know, you know what? This is one of the things. This, maybe they want to keep it going so there's jobs in the future. Well, that's, oh, that's, boy. that is an accusation that has been leveled a number of times uh, by myself and a number of folks that I work with and try to shut this stuff down so, so real, real real quick I, I, uh, I look at this i get frustrated you and mark fincham's on knsd am 790s a state rep um you have a bill that's supposed to provide oversight i want to get an update on where that bill is can you can you hang on for me i can't be late can you hang on for me you're not doing anything sure. else all right thanks sure. i mean come on really just driving slowly hang on uh i'm sure it's hands-free too 733 i want to get an update on mark's bill and then what he said with i think mark said something that's very it was fantastic about all these different opportunities that are needed like couldn't asu u of a couldn't they change the way they teach to make it better for america things that they teach and i'll explain coming up don't go anywhere here's fox 
He doesn't need to take a selfie because he thinks about himself all the damn time. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 741 on this Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, ASU. They have a great program. Social justice majors, baby. I just put the uh, link also on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it. And on my Twitter account, at Garrett Lewis. Follow me there also. Social injustice, human rights, and they have like literally jobs, careers, actual salaries that you can attain. Yep, this, that's what they say. They're trying to tell people to be social justice majors. This is crazy. Second thing that I think, and we'll have more of Mark Fincham in a second. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is, is that uh, President Trump has said, bye, Eagles. No more Eagles because only nine players wanted to go to the White House. He's like, you know what? That's embarrassing. Get out of here. We'll have a thousand Eagles fans come like they were going to, and we're going to honor the men and women of the military. Have a great time. And the football players are pissed. I mean, they're always mad. What dopes they are. We'll get into that. Third thing I think you need to know, Iran's Ayatollah Khomeini has said, fire up the uranium enrichers. Yep, we want yeah, we want to threaten Europe. If you guys don't stick with this Iranian deal, the deal that we had that helps us make money, we're gonna just we're gonna start making the bomb again, even though we already were. Yeah, you can really trust a, a place like that, right? Trump was right again. Obama, good job. Three things I think you need to know. Uh so let's get an update. Mark Fincham, uh, thank you, uh, State Rep Mark Fincham, for hanging with us. I appreciate it. Welcome. Well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> funny guy. I'm just, sitting in that, I'm just sitting in that parking lot known as I-10 on the way into Phoenix. So. Oh, good. You know, I listen, yeah. uh, I gotta, I'm, I'm biased, but I really enjoy traffic. Not yeah. for me, but okay. for you, because then you're stuck in the car listening to me. Oh, that's right. That's See, right. It's that's boost, how it works. Boost your drive time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so I got it. I, I don't want any, like, serious accidents, fender benders. They're okay. Anything no, no, to clog it up. Free. I'm hands-free. I'm Okay. Just, uh, yeah, enjoy the enjoy the ride. Okay, good. I'm gonna imagine your hands on the wheel then. So yeah. um let let's go back to this real quick. Uh you know, it looks like these schools they're really coming out coming up with different things to teach. And they're really off the wall, whether it's ASU, U of A has like you can minor in hip hop. Um right. you know, all these stupid things that are out there, right? Now, if they can do that, but at the same time, if you drive down, I believe it's is is it is it Stone or First Avenue? There's like an ag farm, like an agricultural farm, that's run by U of A students. It's where they learn right. how to do that stuff. Campbell, right? Oh, it's Campbell. It's Campbell. Campbell. It's Campbell. I'm sorry. It's Cam- It's near. It's near Campbell and River. It's right. near River and Campbell. So you can actually you, you have that. They're teaching them how to like literally take care of animals and do that stuff. Why can't they be smart and go? You know what? There's not really a need for people that can be community organizers unless they really want that. It doesn't really, it's, you know, you don't have to go to college for that, but there is a major need for people to run forklifts, for, for people to be plumbers, for people to be able to uh, be framers or anything to work with their hands. Right. Why can't they do those kinds of programs so they, people can get taught on how to do that and they can walk right into the workforce? Well, there's, I think there's a couple of reasons. One, and, and this is going to certainly reveal my conservative bent, but I think that it's the propagation of this myth that you have to have a college, a four-year college degree to be yeah. successful in this world. I mean, I, we've, we've got kids that are coming out uh, of, of JTED uh, with uh, a, a high school diploma and certifications and things like welding. Okay, they're knocking down $100,000 a year. Wow. So to those 
folks who think that they're going to go to a university, get a four-year degree, and instantly be a social justice advocate, okay, we're supposed to be teaching critical thinking skills. Mm -hmm. That's 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 what we keep getting hit up with the legislature about. We need more money because, you know, in school, in public school, we need to be teaching critical thinking skills. Okay, if that's truly the case, then please explain to me in the critical thinking equation, who is going to be paying for the social justice advocates' daily wage? Taxpayers, right? Wouldn't government? I mean, that kind of stuff. Well, you rip off I charities? wouldn't bank on that. I think that that's a cruel hoax, quite frankly. Well, they're not going to. They're not going to have a job. Well, yeah. I mean, when when we've got when we're constantly focused on shrinking the size of government, shrinking regulation, shrinking the the footprint that government has, if people think that through to what that means, your highest cost in any equation is labor cost. You're going to be cutting jobs. Just mm-hmm. like President Trump has, I think, cut, what, 24,000, 25,000 jobs in yep. the federal, federal role. government, yep. And that's, yeah. that's just a start. I mean, we've got people that I just frankly don't understand exactly what do they do. And, and for to say a government job, well, depends on how you define job. I define a job as somebody who creates a product, produces or sells a product, or who creates and sells a service. So then how do we stop this? How do, creative how do, yeah. to the economy. How do we stop Not this some, then? Because I mean, we're all frustrated. We hear that, and I get it, Mark. Well, how do we stop these schools from, from, from wasting our tax dollars? I pay taxes every well, year to the state, of, the state of Arizona, and they you guys give it to the ASU, and this is what they do with it, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, well, programs that uh, don't have enrollees, I mean, if, if people don't enroll in the programs, the programs go away. Yeah. Now, you had, you had referenced earlier about the uh, the bill that we we ran to uh, restructure ABOR and yes. uh, add greater oversight to the universities. Um, it's, you know, the legislature is a strange animal. There's uh, a, a number of people um, within the university structure and then a number of representatives who are all very supportive about restructuring ABOR. But when it comes time to supporting a bill that actually gets that done, they tend to shy away from changing the status quo. There's a great deal of inertia in the status quo. So to, to change that direction is very difficult. And, and I've, I've spoken with a couple of regents who are, are supportive of changes. Um, what we tried to do is hand the governor a tool that he could use to uh, restructure the way they operate, um, but it didn't make it even out to committee. Now, I, I think that next term, um, if, if I don't run it, I'm sure that somebody else will. Uh, a lot of that depends on the makeup of the next legislature. I do believe that we'll have sufficient uh, members that are going to be interested in bringing the universities to heel on a number of issues. Uh, even, I mean, it was just brought up, they gave the university presidents another raise. Okay, when you're making a high six-figure wage for uh, a position that is supposed to be advancing education, or that was already taken into account when we signed your contract. Yeah, exactly. 
So I, I, I've got some real concerns. I continue to have a lot of concerns about the way the universities um, constantly come back to the taxpayers and ask for more money. And I, like you, all right, so exactly what are we doing? Are we educating people or are we indoctrinating? This is indoctrination, man. You know, you know, to, to well, go through college sure, and get to be promised. To, well, I, I, I'm hoping one of these dopey students that signs up for this realizes they can't get a job and they sue ASU for fraud. But that's years from now. So, we're, listen, man, we're, we're well. Running, I do think yeah. I think you've got you raise a really good point. That's something that I've been concerned about now for four years. That when um, when you hold out something that is a service, that you're you're making a claim that you're going to be employable once you get this done. Well, that's really a fake promise because yep. whether or not you had that education isn't the determining factor in most employment scenarios. It's whether or not you have the soft skills, the people skills to interact with people. Yeah. Um, I, I, I venture to guess that I just have not seen too many people hiring social justice advocates. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where you you know going to uh, Indeed or Monster, and good luck typing that in and see where the jobs are. You know, give well, me a, you might be able to go break. to work for Starbucks or one of those. That's but, the I thing. Mean, that's, they, there's only so many yes. people they can hire that do that. I don't know. That's I, that might be what it needs. I mean, to me, that's exactly what you're looking. It's exactly what you're going to do. You're going to go work at Starbucks where you, you don't make a cup of coffee anymore. You teach people how to apparently um, not be racist. You go to work at Starbucks. Well, managers teach you how to not be racist. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that the trial lawyers haven't picked this up, uh, took this theme up to say, okay, if you're making a claim for a particular educational product or because it is a product. Yep. You're making a claim that A will lead to B or A will lead to C if you do B and then you do B and it doesn't lead to C. Is there Is there he paying the price, man? Where's the lawsuit? Where's the lawsuit? I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting for some trial lawyer to say, "Hey, you know that that's something that we should pick up, and we should really look at that. Well, listen, so, uh, Mark, I'm running out of time, man, but keep us uh, updated on the latest going on with that bill when the session starts again and, and anything else that you hear up there because this is ridiculous, and we're over it, yeah. and we're, we're, we're burnt out of it, all right? Well, yeah, everybody I talk to uh, is is outraged at the stuff that goes on with the universities, but it's, it's interesting that very few people actually want to roll up their sleeves. Exactly. Where's Doug Ducey yeah. on this? Red for red, you know, and this this is what it produces right here. Yeah, break. Uh, you're on the man. Well, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon, right. man. Stay, stay in touch. 752. It's KNST. And now I'm hungry. You know I like Father's Day so much? I don't have to buy anything for anybody. Birthdays, you got to think about what you want to get somebody. Yeah. Mother's Day, you know, your wife has everything. Her birthday, Christmas. Wouldn't it be great if also on like uh, Father's Day, you make the deal like you say, look. By the way, it's your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. Would you say like, you don't have to get me anything for Father's Day. Let's make a deal. I don't have to get you anything for Mother's Day. <laughs> I don't need the pressure. Or, you know, it'd be great if you could literally treat your, I mean, it's it's 2018, right? Treat your wife like a guy. Be like, wait, you wouldn't like this big gun for Mother's Day? <laughs> you wouldn't like this whole thing of going out to eat where I want to go on Mother's Day? <laughs> uh, it's therapy. That's <clears throat> what this is. It's therapy and every day I hope and pray that my wife isn't listening. Baby, I got you a new rake. 
Exactly. Rick the Rocks. Listen, I really enjoy food made in a blender. Here you go. It's cheaper that way. Oh, my God. It's true. All right, don't listen to us for anything, except for a lot of stuff. Anyway, three things I think you <laughs> need to know. Number one, it makes so much sense. Number one, ASU. And I have the story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Enjoy it. I also did a video about it, and I'll do more. Uh, they have a new major, uh, social justice and human rights. And they're telling students, major in this, get a bachelor's, get a master's. And also, these are the careers you can actually have if you do this. I, I mean, it's uh, it's insane. I, they, the one thing they didn't leave out, they didn't leave out, though, was Starbucks barista. And that's where, or Starbucks manager. Because, again, you're apparently, you're not there to manage a coffee shop and employees. You're there to promote uh, equality and let people know when they're racist, when they're not <laughs> That's upper manager. Exactly. I'll go with that. Second thing that I think you need to know, Trump told Philadelphia Eagles, the nine Eagles players that want to go to the White House, you know what? The rest of your players, your team is they ruined it. Stay home. We'll celebrate. We'll have a thousand Eagles fans celebrating your victory at the White House, and we're going to honor men and women of the military. We'll have a good time. You guys stay home. And, of course, uh, never Trumpers, Eagles fans, I'm sorry, Eagles players, and the media want to attack Trump for this. They don't get. They still don't get why he won. We'll get to that. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, the Ayatollah Khomeini. Uh, he has said, listen, Europe, if you do not stick with this Iran deal, don't do what America did. If you do what America did, we're going to fire up the uranium enrichment. We're going to threaten you with nuclear weapons unless you just keep letting us sell stuff to you, make money. And that, what a great country. What a great country. Good job, Obama. Three things I think you need to to know right there you go oh we started a whole thing what <laughs> what job you can get no it's mostly what? like uh oh. reverse psychology on on, uh, on uh, women using Thinking. father's day yes problem is father's day is after mother's day so if you think that your wife's going to abide by that deal they're going to be like iran they're not women are <laughs> oh, they're not going to they're no. not going to live <laughs> they're not going to agree to the terms 11 months later they're not going to live up to the deal no because you you can say listen the next may listen honey remember that deal we made you don't buy anything for me i don't buy anything for you they're going to forget that and then and then your wife's going to be like uh the the, the the grand ayatollah the supreme leader and threaten you with nuclear weapons if you don't get her what she wants not that That's mine would. Said. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was more appropriate for that guy that, uh, yep, I just said that. <laughs> yep, I just said that. Thank you. <laughs> I got this big pickup truck and around a bunch of illegals driving border myself. Yep, I just said that. I love that. So good. Anyway. Uh, it should be equal. I mean, chances are she'll put a lot of thought into your gift. And, and but the thing is, it doesn't take a lot of thought. That's the thing. It's easy to buy. Well, no, it's not easy to buy. No, it's easy for a woman to buy, a wife to buy a husband, all kinds of She's stuff. Like, I'm good with almost anything. No, but here's the thing. Like, they could buy us a shirt. We're like, okay. Yeah, you, socks. You, we can't go buy women a shirt. You're trying to buy clothes for a woman? Stupid question. Thank you. You could literally look at, I mean, my wife has so much stuff. Our closet is literally exploding at the seams. I could I could see something, a dress, a shirt, a whatever. Go to the same store, buy the exact same thing. She'll forget she has it in the closet. She'll open it up and be like, it's not really my style. That'll happen. And heaven forbid he buy the wrong size. Too big by accident. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Ugh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Too big by accident. They're going to make a comment. You buy too small to make a comment. 
It's a no-win situation. Best thing you could do is just agree to not ever buy gifts. Or just be like Jerry Seinfeld, give cash. It's $187. $187. And a card. I don't think that's going to work. Uh, nothing. Nothing ever like, works. We got, I, got, I have your money anyways. Nothing ever works. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Is that all right? That's why I don't understand the whole lesbian thing. I mean, I get it, but like, I just don't get it. It's like you're choosing to be with someone that literally... And I'm talking about females in general, not just lesbians. But, I mean, you're choosing. I mean, you could be with a man, and we're very simple, easy to figure out. Doesn't take much to make us happy. Right? Mm-hmm. But instead, you choose to be with a chick that messes with your mind. Like one of your own, and you know exactly what you do. Okay, we'll stop. Are we on, are we on in the hallway? I hope so. What are you guys talking about? I mean, that's a real-life situation, though. But you, you, How do you figure out what to, what to buy your partner when they absolutely want and don't want everything all at the same time? Just listen to my commercials and your gold, <laughs> okay? That's what, you, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. It's too much reverse psychology. I yeah, I know. I can't take it. That's what I'm saying. That's why, again, it, I'm not making fun of being a lesbian. I wouldn't do that. I don't care what the hell you are. But I just, you know. It's the gift habits of women in general. Well, yeah, you're, you're just going into the danger zone. You're choosing to want to do that. And that's why I say sometimes the gay guys, maybe they just have it right because, I mean, guys, you can sit on a couch for two hours, not talk to each other, everything's fine. And that's great. Do that with your wife, and she'll say, what's wrong? What, what's, uh, yeah. Nothing's wrong, honey. I know. All right, let's, let, let, let's go with California right now. We're, we're off track. We're, we're going off track here. Even I, though it's entertaining. I think it's a great it's track. Relatable. I know, it's relatable. I get it. We've all been there. Except the gay guys. But anyway... Um, let's start with, uh, let's play 140. Well, let's, let's get 147 ready. I'm not joking with you. Now, again, you would probably freak out, right? If all of a sudden we freak, people freaked out yesterday about a story that we talked about where the city of Tucson wants to actually have unincorporated Pima County residents pay more money for the same Tucson water, right? Because they want to collect more money. Cause they're like, we're broke as a city. So we're going to charge people not living in the city more for our product <laughs> because we can't manage our own budget. Mm. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. You know, our healthcare co- again, healthcare costs. I thought Obamacare was going to solve that Rothschild. Mm. You never, Bud Foster will never ask him a question like that. Now, will he? So anyway, um, <clears throat> what? Imagine if Pima County or something like that said, uh, listen, or the city of Tucson, we are going to limit your water. You ha- you can only use a certain amount of gallons of water a day. And you'd be like, whatever, how are you going to know? And they'll go, we're going to monitor it. You'd freak out. That's happening right now in the state of California. In California, a law was passed. They are so out of their mind. They want to give free health care to illegal aliens. They, they are out of their mind. They want to give sanctuary to illegal aliens and especially criminal ones. And yet, so they want to let illegal aliens that have committed heinous crimes walk free on the street, but they want to be able to tell you how much water you can use in your home. It's nuts, man. But this is what's happening. Let me tell you about this law. Besides the fact that it's stupid, it's a real, real, real thing. California is the first state to do this, all for water efficiency, so they claim. Right? 
2022, the new indoor water standard in California will be 55 gallons per person per day. It's quite a bit, though. No, it's not. 55 I'll gallons? Ex- I'll explain. Okay. By the year 2030, it drops to 50 gallons per person per day. I guess it depends how many people you have in your home. An eight-minute shower. How many gallons of water do you think an eight-minute shower uses? Eight gallons. 17 gallons. 17 gallons. Not if you use That means... No, 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 no. Yeah. Low-flow yeah, water That's head. the thing. They're like, we're going to give away water heads. Yeah, you know, it's going to take you that much longer to get the, the shampoo out of your hair. Ugh. Low-flow toilets. It takes three flushes to get everything down. So... That's why you do that at work. Uh, oh, gross. <laughs> Come on. So... That means if it's 55 gallons, that means you're down. One shower, an eight-minute shower, you are down now to 37 gallons of water. A load of laundry? You know how many gallons of water a load of laundry? Up to 40. So right then and there, you're done. What if you need to do two loads of laundry? One load of laundry and one shower per person per day. What about your outside area? It still counts. You can't do it. Every All your green must die. What if you like to take two showers a day? What if you wake up, you go to work, you shower, and then on your way home, you stop at the gym, you work out, you're all sweaty, you can't take a shower again? What if you have, I mean, we have kids. We have a 10-month-old, a 5-year-old. A 5-year-old takes showers and baths, depending on the day. A bath, 80 to 100 gallons of water. Well over the 55-gallon limit. And again, the government is watching. We'll get to that first off. Here is somebody from uh, an official, Felicia Marcus, with the state of California. Why are they doing this 147? Here we go. So that everyone in California is at least integrating efficiency into our preparations for climate change. Yes, climate change. Climate change. They had drought there in California. It, it happens. It's not caused by man and whatever. Let's do 148, the rest of this story. Uh, and it is from... Uh, it with the CBS radio station in Sacramento. Listen to this. Here we go. Now, retrofitting homes with water efficient fixtures could help cut back. The average new home or new unit is 35 gallons per person per day. The new laws would also require water districts to perform stress tests of their water supply Uh-oh. and curb loss due to leaks. Right now, we lose up to 30% of urban water just to leaks in the system. Agencies say fixing those and educating residents is key. We offer toilet rebates. We offer. <laughs> we offer uh, complimentary shower heads. We offer complimentary uh, faucet aerators. Water districts who don't comply face fines up to $10,000 a day. The ultimate goal is to make conservation a way of life in California. Outdoor water use will also be listed in that new law. Mm-hmm. Well, what what do you mean? How, what's going on? Okay, it's they are monitoring. Do you under, did you get how they're monitoring? And these bills were signed again by Moonbeam. Um, if a a water district or a, or a town municipality doesn't meet the mandatory water rationing goal, it can get thousand dollar a day fines. Right. So those towns are monitoring what you are using, and you better cut back. And the state is monitoring them, forcing them to do this. They're getting in your home. So what kind of electric monitor are they using? They're, whatever they're 
somehow they could figure out your home and the water coming out of the pipes or so yeah i have on your i don't know what kind on, of they're just doing it whatever on, it is they're your, just monitoring on your water thing in the front yes. yard you pick it up there's a, there's an actual like analog monitor maybe they'll come by and write it down Every i don't know day? i don't know the average amount over california month? what do you want from me well, how much money are they spending on these new people to co- to come and monitor everybody's water? Listen, it's jobs, man. You shut up. It's jobs. It's government jobs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Uh-huh. Let's see if my parents move out here now. <clears throat> no, I'm serious. I, why would you not want to get the heck out of there? The State Water Resources Control Board, in coordination with the Department of Water Resources, has the authority to set more aggressive mandatory water use levels based on three factors. Initial indoor allowance of 55 gallons a day, dropping to 50, an outdoor residential amount set by regional climates, and a set standard for system-wide pipe leak losses. What about And parks? they're going to monitor it. I don't know. What do you want from me? I mean, uh, just here in, in, in Arizona in general, when you go by a park at like at 2 in the afternoon and the water yeah. is going, and the water is going down the sidewalk. Yeah, well, that's California. That's, this is Arizona. We don't care. Uh, California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we live in a desert. Leave me alone. But we're okay with Leave it. Leave me alone. They're monitor. They're going to monitor everything that you're doing in terms of water. We'll continue because we can and we must. You can comment if you'd like. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. And let me tell you something. I'll bet you, City Councilman Paul Cunningham would love to do something like this. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, we will continue. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. Shun. Hello, eight twenty nine. Thanks for hanging out, Garrett Lewis, with you. Going to be a hundred four degrees today. We're in the eighties already. Tim book three got to wear shades. Eighty four outside right now. Uh, Rodney's been waiting. Rodney, welcome to KNST. Hello, Rodney. Yeah, morning, guys. Uh, my comment was they better be creating some of those uh, government jobs out there in California because they're going to be running every uh, swimming pool manufacturer, jacuzzi company, landscaper that does the water features, waterfalls. Every one of those guys are going to be out of a job at 55 gallons a day. And uh, they're going to need to do something because I mean, there are thousands and thousands of swimming pools and jacuzzis in California. Yeah, that, what do you do? Uh, I mean, you can, can you not fill up your pool? You, got, you can only do 55 gallons a day? That, that, that's going to be a serious, serious quagmire because that's part of the lifestyle in California. I mean, m- most places. I mean, if you spend big money on a swimming pool, you obviously want to utilize that. Well, do you remember, didn't they? They had a drought a couple of years ago or last year, whatever it was. And I believe there was a story. I, gotta, I should Google it again. But I it, it's in my memory about Barbara Streisand violating the law because she had this big, lush, giant uh, piece of property with pool and everything, and she's complaining about global warming and all that stuff, and yet she had to she had to keep her her property uh, manicured perfectly. So, like, what what are what's going to happen to the Hollywood celebs and the uh, Silicon Valley folk that have all this stuff? Are they going to all of a sudden abide by this? How can uh, they? Right, and and obviously, in some of those, the size of those swimming pools that are obviously much larger than, you know, regular average, you know, household swimming pools that are two and three times that size, that obviously it's going to be 100%. They could not adhere to that standard if they wanted to. So, I mean, something's got to give. I mean, the practicality is not going to be there at all for the two, you know, ever, ever implement something like this. You're right. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it, man. It's going to be possible. But they had, it's a law. It's a law. Um. Apparently, this is going back really quick to 2015. 
Barbara Streisand to cut water usage after pictures emerge of her lush gardens amid California drought. <laughs> so that was that was uh, three years ago. She had to do that after she, you know, complains about being this big planet caring person and blah 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 blah. Uh, getting rid of pool. Back then, Californians were getting rid of their pools, showering less, letting their lawns go brown. What about home gardens? Letting it go brown. Everything must die. But they say, oh, rely on yourself and grow your own food and be organic and blah, blah, blah. Well, good luck with that. Good luck with that. And there were others, too, by the way. Hmm. Jennifer Lopez was approached to tame (laughs) her lawn, didn't seem to care. Quote, she has been pretty dismissive. She said, oh, so I'll just pay some fines. What are they going to do? That's what someone told the New York Post. Right? Yep. So anyway, all these people, they, they were immune to this stuff, and they'll continue to be immune to this stuff. Uh, all right. You good? Cool. All right. So we have uh, some of this other stuff to get uh, about uh, get to as well, including we have a lot of sound bites we haven't even played yet. Uh, Bill Clinton trying to answer, trying to backtrack why he said what he said yesterday. Uh, we'll play that. Also, what Mika said about Bill Clinton after he claimed that he was the victim and he wouldn't apologize or doesn't owe anything. Uh, he already apologized to the world, including Monica Lewinsky. He owes nothing else. Uh, you got to hear what Mika said about Bill Clinton. This was epic. We'll get to all that coming up. 833 on KNST. Here's Fox. Talk. All right, 840. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. ASU number one, Arizona State University is offering, uh, you ready for this? Social justice and human rights majors for bachelors or... Master's degrees on their website. It prepares you for a living, a great life that advocates for social justice and protecting human rights. That's right. All over the country, here locally, you know, the world, you name it. You can uh, find rewarding futures advocating for victims and survivors of human trafficking, domestic abuse, disaster relief, and migrant populations. And you need to go into debt at ASU for that. Give me a break. They even put in a list of Potential jobs that you can get and pay, by the way, as well. We'll do those in the next hour. Second thing that I think you need to know, we got to get into this also. Trump told the Eagles brilliantly, beat it. Get out of here. Bye. Adios. You're not welcome here. If it's only 90 a coming, I don't need that stuff. But the Eagles fans, you're more than welcome. We'll celebrate the day and also pay homage to the men and women in the military, which is pretty cool. It's a brilliant move by Trump. People just don't get it. Some don't. The dope zone. Third thing I think you need to know, the Ayatollah Khomeini has said, Listen, Europe, if you back out of this deal the way America did, we're firing up the uranium enrichers. We're going to get it going. We're going to get it going. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Great job. Great job by Obama helping out that country. You could really trust them. They're trying to blackmail Europe with nuclear weapons. Three things I think you need to know. All right. uh, Now. You think we need? I don't think we need to. Yeah, I know, but okay. Should we move on? Uh, let's uh, let's get to um, Billy Boy, Bill Clinton. If you missed it yesterday, he said that uh, he was the victim. Like he left the White House sixteen million in debt. I, by the way, I saw, I found an old video that had an interview with a Bill Clinton uh, friend, and the Bill Clinton friend. Uh, back in 2001, said, oh, Bill Clinton's bragging how he's never had more money in his life. He's getting so, paid so much to give speeches, and he's got book deal offers. Dude was rich very quickly. We know this. Anyway, uh, after realizing he stepped in, it looked like an aggressive, defensive jackhole 
when uh, the Monica Lewinsky stuff was brought up. By the way, 20 years too late from, from NBC. We'll get to that in a second. Bill Clinton realized I screwed the pooch bigly. And he tried to make, he tried to answer for it. Let's play at least some of it, if not all of it. Uh, it is number uh, 141. 141. He's on some panel somewhere in D.C. about a book. And here we go. Listen to this. The truth is, the hubbub was I got hot under the collar. Yeah, you did. Because of the way the questions were asked. And I think what was lost were the two points that I made. Pause it. Pause it. That are important. The reason that you are mad, it's not because the questions, how they were asked, is that this is the first time you were ever questioned. Let's continue. That are important to me. Gather your thoughts, Bill. The suggestion was that I never apologized for what caused all the trouble for me 20 years ago. So first point is, I did. I meant it then and I meant it now. I apologize to my family. He did a national To TV. Monica Lewinsky and her family and to the American people. Before a panel of ministers in the White House which was widely reported. So I was, I did that. I meant it then, and I mean it today. I live with it all the time. The second is that I support the Me Too movement, and I think it's long overdue. <laughs> and I have always tried to support wow. it in the decisions and policies that I've advanced. Right. Juanita Broderick's out there saying, uh, remember the time you raped me? Like at some point, you just got to know how to shut up. So uh, now all of a sudden, the Clintons are fair game. They didn't ask any damn tough questions. The media asked no tough questions. You got to hear Mika's face react to this. Mika's face. Holy smokes. Number 142. Listen to this. Here we go. It has been for decades an unbelievable double standard that the Clintons have used and abused where nobody is allowed to go there. Pause on it. This issue. Who, who, who made that rule that nobody's allowed to go there? You guys in the media loved the Clintons. You've had, I'm sure you've had Billy Boy on your show, especially when his wife was running for president twice. You chose never to ask these things, Mika, and you never, you never piped up about the media not asking it, you fraud. Let's continue. On this issue, and in the age of Me Too, women are supposed to go there. And men, by the way, we're supposed to be able to say what the difference is between right and wrong. And when you have done something wrong, mm -hmm. you are supposed to own it and not talk about facts, distorted facts, and obstructed facts. My God, he sounded like Trump. He sounded oh. incapable of owning anything. Oh. So now he's Trump, because it all comes back to Trump. He sounded like Trump. Okay, again, Mika, you guys never in the media wanted to actually ask anything that could cause the Clintons any kind of heartache. You loved them. Um, it's the, now women are supposed to go for it. They're supposed to go for it. Do you remember? Let me take you back to January 26th of this year. Report Hillary Clinton protected aide accused of sexual harassment in 2008. We even played the audio going back months of the woman involved that oversaw it. A sexual harassment report was made to campaign manager Patty Solis Doyle. We have her sound bites in the system. I think they're a little bit long though. She went to Hillary and said, we should fire this guy. Burns Strider, who was Hillary's faith advisor at the time. He was accused of harassing a 30-year-old woman, sharing an office with him. 
Hillary said, no, we're not going to fine him. He'll stay with us. We'll just dock him a few weeks of pay and make him go to counseling. The young woman reportedly signed a non-disclosure agreement that prevents her from publicly speaking about the campaigns and her workings, but she was moved to a new job. But Patty Solis Doyle came out, former manager of Hillary in 08, and said Hillary protected a guy that was sexually harassing a woman. Get bent. You saw this make this phony, phony stuff from from Mika, and then she has the nerve to say he sounded like Trump. Sounded like Trump. Horrible. Let's play the other one. One, and then and then it gets even better. One forty-three. Let's more more of Mika's face. Here we go. I was. Uh, I've never been more um, moved by an interview, mm. and I really appreciate that Craig Melvin asked those questions and put yeah. that entire interview to a stop and stayed with it. Finally, and, and finally, finally, fine. Why don't you rip the rest of your friends in the media that never asked any tough questions, Mika? Why don't you ask any tough questions, Mika? They're so fake. You know, they are absolutely so fake. I got another one for you that I thought was hilarious. Um, Katie Tor had a uh, woman on. I don't know. Zerlina Maxwell, one of these famed Democratic strategists. Zerlina Maxwell. Just listen to the question and the answer. 144. This is awesome. Here we go. Why Why was he so combative in that interview? Why didn't he just say, hey, listen, it's a different time. I feel badly for the way things went down. I feel badly for uh, how Monica Lewinsky was treated. I'm sorry. Because I didn't write the talking points for the interview beforehand. Talking because points. that's what I would, would have encouraged. No, but I would have, I would have encouraged um, him to, to show more contrition. I think that the entire Act tone like of the sad. interview was he was in a defensive posture from the beginning. Oh, and so when, when he feels like he's being attacked, he sort of led in, he led with his defenses as opposed to saying, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't write the talking points. Does he need talking? Even the MSNBC chicks. Does he really need talking points to say I'm sorry? Actually, he does. He's a bad person. They're psychopaths. Or sociopaths, I should say. I'm telling you, they don't, they, there's no remorse. And it gets about 145. Apparently, there's rules for an apology. Did you know this? More Zerlina Maxwell. I do agree with you that he could have articulated it and, and showed more contrition and, and said, look, I'm sorry. And I think that the, that's just a general rule for apologies across the board, not just in this and you context. Can acknowledge- that's general rules. You have to actually act like you're sorry and stuff and, you know, and have some more contrition and make, make it seem like you really mean it. Make it seem like you really mean it. Oh, it's gorgeous, isn't it? It's gorgeous. Beautiful. Beautiful. 850. Uh, we'll continue. There's more. And in the next hour, we'll get to that ASU jobs you can get. By the way, jobs you can get when you're a social justice major. We got to hit up the uh, the Schultz thing again. If we, oh man, we got to get to Sarah Sanders owning a stupid reporter about Twitter and Trump. Um, and, and the Eagles. We got to get the Eagles. What the, what the Philly mayor said, what Trump said, what never Trumpers are saying about this. It's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790, Tucson's. Most stimulating talk. Bop, 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 bop. Hello. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, Ryan is uh, saving money. Oh, this is breaking news coming out right now. This is a little bit frightening. Me saving money? David Spade went to ASU, right? I believe he went to AC. Is he from Tucson, David Spade? I don't know. I got 
Well, this is breaking news. Fashion designer Kate Spade found dead in her New York apartment and apparent suicide. Um, I thought he grew up in Arizona. In um, at the ASU, yeah. And I don't know. I think his look. You see his sister right there, bottom left. No, no. Go up. 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 See where it says Kate to the left. Um. My goodness. Uh, that that's that's not good. It's never good, obviously. Uh, so she apparently is found. She went to ASU as well. A degree this is what I'm saying. A degree in journalism, and what did she do? Ended up being a fashion designer. Journalism. Um, anyway, uh, very, very, very sad. Very sad that, that actually happened. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, ASU. Speaking of ASU. Offering uh, basically social justice majors. I have the story on my Facebook page, or the, at least the website too, facebook.com slash Radio. Like it and follow it. You'll see the social justice and human rights BA, even a master's, and what you could do for a living. It's all there. I swear. They, fraud. ASU. <laughs> you, can, you can get all kinds of jobs. Second thing I think you need to know, and we'll get into this in a second. Trump told the Eagles, if only nine of you want to come to the White House, stay home. Right? Stay home. Uh, Eagles fans, you're more than welcome, and we're going we're gonna to pay uh, homage to the men and women of the military. It's as simple as that. Uh, so there you go. Good for the Trumpster on that one. Um, third thing, I think you need to know, the Ayatollah Khomeini is basically threatening Europe with uh, nuclear weapons, saying, if you don't stick with our deal, if you walk out like America, we're going to enrich our uranium like now. If you back out of the deal, we're not going to be able to make money. We're going to basically collapse on ourselves, and then we're going to get the nukes going. So it's up to you. Isn't that nice? Three things that I think you need uh, to know. So we have that, which is nice. So the Trumpster, really fast, um, basically said, uh, beat it. Right? He said, you, Philly, you, listen. And then there's this story coming out that uh, no, flash. Uh, there's a flashback of the Washington Times going back. No member of the Philadelphia Eagles actually took a knee throughout the entire season. They won the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. But they have some outspoken Trump haters on the team. There's a reason why just nine of the players wanted to go. Nine. Okay, and by talk about being short-sighted and stupid. One of the players, Howie Long's kid, Chris Long, he is a social justice nut. Right? Social justice, nut. So the Trumpster has been all over this. Yesterday, put out the thing that uh, that that basically he's they're not invited to the White House anymore. Statement by the president yesterday. If you missed it, you ready for this? The Philadelphia Eagles are unable to come to the White House with their full team to be celebrated tomorrow, meaning today. They disagree with their president because he. This is from the White House because he insists that they proudly stand for the national anthem, hand on heart in honor of the great men and women of our military and the people of our country. The Eagles wanted to send a smaller delegation, but the thousand fans planning to attend the event deserve better. Brilliant, isn't it? Really. These fans are still invited to the White House to be part of a different type of ceremony, one that will honor our great country, pay tribute to the heroes who fight to protect it, and loudly and proudly play the national anthem. I'll be there at 3 p.m. with the U.S. Marine Band and the U.S. Army Chorus to celebrate America. Brilliant move by Trump. 
Um, he also uh, tweeted, no escaping to the locker rooms. He tweeted that early, early, early this morning. We will, be, we will proudly be playing the national anthem and other wonderful music celebrating our country today at 3 p.m. The White House with the United States Marine Band and the United States Army Chorus honoring America. NFL, no escaping to locker rooms. <laughs> ah, it's just too funny. He's just firing it across there. Isn't that just great? So the team wanted to send less than 10 players. We want to send nine players. And we'll get to them in a second. The Philadelphia mayor, Jim Kenney. You got to love this. He called, uh, he said Trump is not a true patriot, is a fragile egomaniac. This is the mayor of Philadelphia. Quote, disinviting them from the White House only proves that our president is not a true patriot. Really? But a fragile egomaniac obsessed with crowd size and afraid of the embarrassment of throwing a party to which no one wants to attend. Hmm. Not a true patriot. He's the one that's demanding that they actually honor the national anthem. Not a true patriot. Makes a lot of sense. What a yeah, good good luck, Mayor of Philadelphia. This will get you a good win, right? I totally would have went to this party. Uh me too. And here's the thing if the Eagles players are so upset about this, and some of them are tweeting, uh Tory Smith is some wide receiver, he's tweeting, Oh, we never took a knee, blah, blah, blah. We never stayed in the locker room. This is nothing but lies and blah, 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 blah. Um so The Trumpster, the Trumpster is right there as a president that is willing to talk to people. Under the right conditions, he's willing to talk to Kim Jong frigging Un. And if Chris Long and some of these other players on the Eagles were really upset with what the president did, they would have actually had a meeting with the president at the White House and could have said, look, Mr. President, This is why we're doing what we're doing. Of course, the thing is, these players don't even know why they're taking a knee. For what? I mean, why are they doing it? Are are they thinking that cops are going around killing black people? Stats show it's different. More white people are assaulted even. Um, Do do we even know? Do they even know why they're doing this? What is going on? They don't don't know. They're just mad. They're just mad. Oh, yeah, the the former player, Dante Stallworth, talking about their kneeling for the... Okay, go ahead, play it. So the players have been really have been working really hard on this. The number one stated goal was to bring awareness to a lot of these issues. And again, it's a it's a broad uh, it, it's a it's a broad spectrum of issues. Again, it's not just police. It's not just brutality um, and, and police uh, and community policing. It's also, again, from what I've what I'm hearing from players that are directly involved in these talks, they're telling me it's also about. Uh, the, the gender pay gap. It's also about housing discrimination. <laughs> they have so many things that they're interested okay. in and that, that they advocate for that they want the NFL to take ownership in and help be able to use the NFL's platform, right. not just the players' platform, but also the NFL's platform. And that is uh, that is what, uh, I'm, what from what I'm hearing, okay. is going to be a big part uh, of the conversation. I'm over it. I'm over it. So anyway, um, the, these guys literally could have had the president's ear. It's not every day you get to talk to the president of the United States, right? And it says here uh, that Malcolm Jenkins, Chris Long, Brandon Graham, Tory Smith were members of the Eagles. They said they wouldn't attend the White House. Other Eagles players, Carson Wentz, Nick Foles wanted to go. Former U of A quarterback Nick Foles, who won it as a backup, 
He wanted to go. Carson Wentz said he'd do whatever the team decided. But then Nick Bowles apparently said he'll do whatever the team decided. ESPN said a large group of Eagles decided to skip the White House, including most, if not all, of the black players. You know how bad that would have looked for the president to be there with just nine people and it was just all white guys on top of that? So the president's like, forget this stuff. I'm the president. We've had the Astros visit. We've had other teams visit. Never a problem. So, uh, Tory Smith, one of the players that right away said, I'm not going there, tweeted, so many lies, shaking my head. Here are some facts. One, not many people are going to go. So he canceled it. So what's the difference? Save the money. Yeah. Two, no one refused to go simply because Trump insists folks stand for the anthem. So then why are you not going? Three, the president continues to spread the false narrative that players are anti-military. I... Tory Smith tweeted, there are a lot of people on the team that have plenty of different views. The men and women that wanted to go should have been able to go. It's a cowardly act to cancel. You guys didn't even want to show up. That's a cowardly act, too. Yep. Would you have gone Garrett if Obama was there? Oh, yeah. I would have given him a piece of my mind also. You could have done the same thing to Trump. It's a cowardly act to, to cancel the celebration because the majority of the people don't want to see you. To make it about the anthem is foolish. Foolish. Stupid Chris Carter, former NFL player. Tweets, President Obama should invite the Eagles to his house for a barbecue. Right. Stupid Dan Rather. Fake news Dan Rather. Trump disinvites Eagles from the White House while millions of Americans hurt. Puerto Rico suffers. Allies fret. Huh? The planet warms. That's what he writes. He uses our national anthem to sow disunity in what's supposed to be the United States of America. No, see, he's trying to create unity that everybody stand. The players are the ones that are causing disunity by not wanting to stand. But whatever. Uh, Rather writes, I think history will mark it as akin to McCarthyism. Swear. Can't make up this stuff. Right? Can't make up this stuff. And then uh, there is a never-Trumper who is an alleged conservative, Jonah Goldberg. You ever hear the columnist Jonah Goldberg? Sometimes they have him on Fox News on Brett Baer's show as part of the all-star panel and blah, 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 blah. He never, never liked Trump. Still hates him. And this is what cracks me up. Jonah Goldberg, and I responded to this a long, or early, 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 early this morning. I commented on it. Um, what did he, where did, where's the damn tweet that he, he put out there? Oh, here we go. Jonah Goldberg, the alleged conservative that is a never-Trumper, the attempt to make the Eagles event cancellation about the national anthem is just a complete act of deceitful propaganda. And conservatives should have zero to do with it. If that was the issue, why schedule the event in the first place? Also, none of them kneeled. Shameful. Uh, What Jonah doesn't understand, he calls it deceitful? What's deceitful? Has he ever called John McCain deceitful? You ever called George Bush deceitful for wanting to get the amnesty in there with the McCain-Kennedy bill back in 2005? You ever called Jeb Bush deceitful? No? Paul Ryan? Mitch McConnell? No? Maybe, maybe not. Whatever. Deceitful. What never-Trumper Jonah doesn't understand is the same thing that, uh, that the media doesn't understand, that the Democrats don't understand, and all other never-Trumpers don't understand. You get it, and I get it. 
You, you want to know what it is? Hmm. We understand that politicians lie. Right? We've seen politicians lie about lots of things, like the ones I just mentioned to you. McCain's, the Flakes, the Ryan's, the McConnell's, the Grijalva. They, they help make Sally's. They lie. Right? They lie. Um, we're desensitized to that. What we care about is not if the president in Goldberg's view, was deceitful about canceling the the Eagles visit because of the national anthem. It was all the NFL. It wasn't even the Eagles. But they're representing the NFL. So anyway, we don't care about that. We don't care about crowd size. Do you know what we care about? Um, the fact that he told the truth about cutting taxes. The fact that he wants to get the wall built, which he does. And he's trying, and it's, some of it's getting built in San Diego right now. Um, the fact that he's trying to crack down on illegal immigrants. The fact that he's he didn't lie when he said he was going to relook at NAFTA. That he uh, he said he's going to make our allies pay their fair share in NATO. That he's going to take out ISIS. These are the important things. And then you get dopes like the never Trumpers, like Jonah Goldberg, and the rest of the media, and they just sit back and say, "I don't get it. Why don't these people get upset when we think Trump? And maybe he is, maybe he isn't. He's lying about these other things." We don't care about those things. We only care about making sure the country is safe, more jobs, the economy is booming, more money in our pocket thanks to wages going up and tax cuts, terrorists being killed, better trade deals. That's what we care about. We don't care about this other crap, but they do. And they just don't understand why we don't care about that. Because every politician freaking lies. Every single One of them. And we have had enough and now have an avenue, whether it's talk radio, whether it's other websites, social media, to call out every time these other dirtbags lie because guys like Jonah Goldberg do not call out when these other dirtbags lie. We don't care. We prioritize. So Trump said his crowd was bigger than the other. Whether it is or it isn't, we don't care. You know what I care about? Jobs. How how is it difficult to understand that? But they're so blinded in their Trump hatred that they'll never get it. That's why, I mean, Morning Joe and Mika's face, I haven't watched it in a while. I get sound bites here and there. You might as well just rename that show. Not Morning Joe, but the end of the world this morning. And just because every day it's the end of the world this morning. And they, and they focus on things that literally make no sense. We don't care about. Matter of fact, I got something coming up. A dumb reporter asked Sarah Sanders about Trump and his tweeting. And she owned this guy. It is so good. It's related to this. It's coming up. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. And then tell her to make you a sandwich. What's up? Garrett Lewis with you. Um, It's going to be 104 degrees today. So it's going to be pretty warm. Warmer tomorrow, 105, then 106, then 107 on Friday, 88 already. Enjoy it. Um, let's uh, let's play really quick. There is a Playboy magazine reporter. Yes, Playboy. Because you you get Playboy to read the political reporting of Brian Karam, right? He's a Playboy reporter. And he hates Trump. He's already gotten into tiffs with uh, Sarah Sanders and stuff like that. Here he is asking Sarah Sanders about Trump and Twitter. Here we go. Listen to this. The president uses Twitter no, 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 to no, 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 communicate. No, need the question first. Need the question first. 149, 149. I'm sorry, I thought you had that up. 
Here we go. Listen. Has anyone in this administration ever asked the president? Last week, you had on your agenda where you had more jobs uh, coming out. I mean, lower uh, unemployment coming out, and you also had the Second Chance Act. I think it was. And instead of those, we were we had to respond to presidential tweets. Has anybody ever in this in this administration asked him to back away from Twitter just for a day? Back away, just back away. Uh, and then listen to Sarah Sanders destroy him. The president uses Twitter to c- communicate directly to the American people. Frankly, you have the ability to choose what you want to write about, and you guys choose to write about things the that the American people question, don't care about day in and day out, and that's a decision that you make, and frankly, I think it's the wrong one. Oh, yeah. So listen, basically what she's saying is the free market is speaking. You stink. We can't rely on you to get this out, so we have to use Twitter. And it's true. That's why, again, we, we went over this, why the president on Memorial Day said what he said about jobs numbers and how our uh, men and women that have given the ultimate sacrifice would be happy uh, because it was retweeted and repeated over and over in the media when they never would talk about black unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, and jobs in general because it would make it, make it good for the president. Anyway. Uh, we'll continue. We have to get to the uh, the jobs you can get, according to ASU, if you're a social justice major. Uh, also, Lawrence O'Donnell describing Obama's brain and comparing that to his own brain, this wacko from MSNBC. We'll get to that as well. And I have great news on the job front. Don't go anywhere. It's coming up. Here's Fox. You decide. Bean Talk. 944. What's going on? Three things I think you need to know. Number one. We'll get to this. ASU offering uh, uh, bachelor's and a master's in basically social justice. Social justice and human rights. <laughs> it's there. It's on my Facebook page. Like it and follow it and you'll see it. We'll get to that in a second. They also have jobs you can do with this, which is incredible to me. Second thing that I think you need to know, Trump said, bye, Eagles. You know what? If only nine of you are going to show up, don't come. Bye. See you later. Trump is literally owning the NFL. He has the NFL right where he, he lives rent-free in the NFL owners' heads and the players' heads. He's still going to have a 1,000 Eagles fans at the White House celebrating America and the national anthem and everything else. Just This is a big win. Huge win. Third thing I think you need to know, and this, is, this just came out a few minutes ago. Um, you want to know how good the economy is doing? Job openings have hit a record high, 6.7 million. We got to cut welfare off right now. It's the most advertised vacancies since the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported this going back to the year 2000. 6.7 million jobs are available right now. Chris Rupke, chief financial economist at MUFG, said this labor market is a headhunter's dream as no company can hire the skilled or unskilled workers they need without an employment agency working for them 24-7, scouring the country for anyone they can find. You know what sucks? Uh, We don't have that same issue, though, here in Tucson, do we? Because you have the complete opposite way of thinking. If only these, these city council members, the mayor, the Pima County supervisors... The administrator, the the Chucklebear, whatever his name is, the Huckster, the Huckster, that's his name, the Huckster. Um, if they thought more Trumpian, we'd have better results. Three things I think you need to know. Wow. All right. I mean, why didn't we have this many jobs available when Obama was president? <laughs> yep. 
Okay, speaking of Obama, real quick, real quick, Lawrence O'Donnell, MSNBC nutjob host, talking about the new book by Ben Rhodes, who was Obama's foreign policy advisor, especially in the Iran deal and stuff like that, and, uh, I mean, creative writing major in college, goes, any whatever, I shouldn't judge, doesn't matter. But uh, he wrote a book, and apparently the first sentence really just made Lawrence O'Donnell go crazy about Obama's intelligence. Listen to this. So when I hear a statement like that, or read a statement like that from, from Barack Obama, who is, as we said, in, in an introspective and thoughtful and very wise man and a brilliant writer, and he says something like, maybe I came along 20 years too soon, my reaction to that is, what do you mean? Oh. Uh, which is to say, I cannot possibly fill in the paragraph that that is the first sentence of right. if it is spoken by Barack Obama because his mind is too supple, mm. too complex, too rich compared to my own mm-hmm. to, f- to fill out what the rest of that mm. thought is. There are no words that need to be said. That's what she said. Yes. Or he said. He doesn't understand. I mean, Obama must be brilliant to him because this guy's a moron. What does it mean that you came to the presidency 20 years too soon? Your mind is so supple. I thought you described women's body parts that way. Not a dude's mind. It's so complex. I'm a moron. Yeah, you know, it's not like there's any bias out there. (laughs) 6.7 million jobs. He probably credited Obama's supple mind to that, right? Job openings, I should say. Job openings. Okay. Speaking of job openings, this is awesome. Let me remind you, if you're just tuning in, this is incredible. And I have, again, the the link on my Facebook page. And I tweeted it out. Uh, Arizona State University, we get the subsidized college education here in Arizona, right? To U of A, NAU, ASU, the community colleges, you name it. Uh, for, For residents. Thank God, not illegal aliens anymore. So there is a social justice and human rights BA available at ASU at their West Campus. It prepares students for lives spent advocating for social justice because you need to go to college for that, right? Protecting human rights in local, national, and global contexts. Focus areas of of, uh, advocacy and social change. You You learn this. Trauma studies, humanitarianism, materialism, inequality. You learn all this. Students can find rewarding futures uh, advocating for victims and survivors of human trafficking, domestic abuse, disaster relief, and migrant populations. So you could be somebody that works uh, for uh, illegal aliens, telling you why it's great. We need uh, open borders and stuff. You learn that at ASU now, apparently. Career Outlook. You scroll down. This is hilarious. Students with this degree are employable. No, they're not. Wait, I take that back. Students with this degree are employable at Starbucks. I'm sorry, wait, in a variety, they could run Starbucks as a CEO. Or the chairman, the former chairman, who thinks he's going to be president as he runs as a male version of Hillary Clinton. (laughs) You're racist and you just don't know it. Get your notebook out and turn to what makes me me. And you, you. Thanks, Starbucks guy. That was, that actually happened. Oh, the snowflakes will vote for him. Anyway, so you, you're employable in a variety of settings, it says, including refugee resettlement agencies. Agencies and shelters supporting survivors of domestic abuse. Shelters for migrants. <clears throat> illegal aliens. 
especially for unaccompanied minors. This is all government jobs. And it goes more. And it says here, career opportunities include, you ready for these? Charitable fundraiser. You got to go to college to learn how to raise money for a charity? Ethnic studies professor. Like Mexican-American studies. Mm-hmm. Grant writer, so you can get more money from the government, which is you and me. Humanitarian aid worker. You got to go to college for that? International governmental organization professional. It says, as an example, United Nations staff. College for that? Justice studies professor. Okay. Non-governmental organization professional. Non-government, like, like the private sector, like a job? Non-profit agency manager, like Special Olympics, Arizona. And then the, the last example of a career outlook, women and gender studies professor. It's, it's definitely needed. Because, you know, have you seen like the one ads? Like we are so short on women and gender studies professors. We just don't have enough. We don't have enough people to actually do stucco, weld, um, you, working with their hands. Lay pipe. That too. We don't have enough of that. Nope. We need plumbers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And this is what they're worried about on a college campus. Your career. You know, it says as a, if you major in this, this is what's scary. One of the careers they say you can actually uh, go into. You ready? Law enforcement. Okay. Law enforcement. Chief Magnus. Police detectives. Police and sheriff patrol officers. This is social justice, not criminal justice, correct? You know what? You, you go into social justice, you become a police chief in Tucson. And another... You know, the Houston also, and it can happen. It can happen. Um, these are just some of the things. Is it lawyer? Yes, of course. Police patrol officer. Political scientist. So you get a, you know, you're a nut job. You get brainwashed. You come out. You could actually go uh, uh, one of the boxes on cable news. Okay, great. <laughs> 9.53. It's KNST. Video station. Sudden death in the fashion world. Elisa Brady, Fox News. Kate Spade has been found dead in her New York apartment, an apparent suicide. She was 55. Fox's Michelle Polino has more live. Elisa, according to law enforcement officials, the fashion designer was found around 1020 this morning. The style icon's body was found hanging by her housekeeper at her Park Avenue residence. Officials said the world-famous handbag designer did leave a note at the scene, but said they were not authorized to share its details. In 1993, the designer launched Kate Spade handbags with her soon-to-be husband, Andy Spade. She later debuted clothing and accessory lines. She opened her first store in New York City. In 1996, there are now more than 175 worldwide. Lisa. Thanks, Michelle. A top immigration official is disputing a claim that the federal agency lost more than 1,400 immigrant children. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, live in Washington. 
Lisa Outgoing ICE Deputy Director Thomas Homan says the majority of the children are hiding, not missing. Look, these children, a majority are being released to illegal alien parents or illegal alien relatives. They don't want to be found. The controversy started after it was learned a Health and Human Services official told a Senate committee the agency had lost track of 1,475 children who had crossed the border unaccompanied by adults. Lisa. Rachel, meantime, a U.N. Human Rights Office official is urging the administration to stop separating families, saying there's nothing normal about detaining children. President Trump, in a tweet, says families are being separated because of bad legislation passed by the Democrats, adding that border security laws should be changed. Italy's premier offering some reassurance to the EU about his country's new coalition government, saying leaving the euro currency was never up for discussion. Fox News, fair and balanced.